Monster Mania is another fun one. One of my favorite horror conventions out of all of them is Horror Hound, just the one in Cincinnati. They have a couple. The others are just as fun, but there's just something about the one in Cincinnati. It, it falls towards the middle or end of March, so you're just coming out of winter, and that is the show. It's like, spring's on its way. <laughs> just had a lot of fun. It's like, yay! Um, and another one, just... Just for the fact of that we do really well, it is a lot of fun. But the people who run it, they really treat me really nice. And it's the uh, the people who run uh, NJ Horicon. Um, it's a great show. Um, and any new show, it's, there's this whole bullshit politics with these conventions. Especially in New Jersey. Um, because you have Chiller, you have Monster Mania, and... They feud with each other, and now NJ Horicon came out of the blue, so now they don't like them. And it's just like, guys, we're all trying to do the same thing. No one's hurting your numbers. If your numbers aren't hurting, just just make it fun for the customer. Make it fun for the person who's walking to the door, and make it easier for the vendors. Because my whole thing is, I'll set up, you provide the people, I'll handle the rest. You know, that's, that's just pretty much... That's what... Mo- our booth is known as the party booth. Not because we're just throwing party poppers and noise machines and dancing around. When you come in, we have to do something that's quasi-intimate. You have to sit down. You have to give us your personal information. We have to give put a, give a bite plate to you to put in your mouth. You're going to sit there for a few minutes like this. <laughs> so we want to make you comfortable. We want to make you laugh. So that's why we act like jackasses. But at the same time, we're professional. I've lost count. In the last two months alone, Square is an amazing thing because people can leave you feedback. Hmm. And I've gotten... I'll just be sitting there making things. I'll ding, ding. Customers leave, left you positive feedback. I'm like, cool. I mean, it's like, these people were so professional. They took care of me. They do a great service. And I'm like, sitting like, hey, Matt, we're professional. <laughs> because almost every single person that comes in gets that joke of... We're going to put our tool in your mouth now. <laughs> but it's like you want to, something that could be considered or deemed uncomfortable because that's why some people don't want to get the fangs because they don't like anything that reminds you of the dentist. That's why we've never gotten Cassandra Peterson, Elvira. She hates the dentist. She does not want to have the bite plate in her mouth. Two other people that would get the fangs from us, but they do not like the whole molding process is Doug Bradley from, uh, he's Pinhead from Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Tony Todd from Candyman. He just doesn't like having anything in his mouth. So, okay, I understand that. You know, so. I went home that Do you have any particular customers that were really interesting or some occasions that were kind of outrageous? Yeah, let's get crazy. Tell us. You don't have to give names. Oh, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I never give names. Um. So this man. girl carried no, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> I won't tell you. All right, which were you? Because I've been I've been rattling off. I, I was t- thinking about I won't, I won't say the person's name, but the one from NJ Horicon that kept on coming. We had to get her to come back and back and back to do the impressions of her mouth. The seventies. I hate that stupid bitch. <laughs> no. Oh my god. I'm, so, I'm, so, ever, I'm sorry. The worst because ever. when you make name. something and you. You ever do something that you you know how to do, and someone comes along 
and you know they're doing something wrong, but at the point and the amount of times they've done it wrong, they're starting to make you question, am I doing something wrong? What am I... That's why I hate this person. There's, it's not a personal thing. Like, personality-wise? But it's just like, oh my god. Um, I can give you examples, because um, a lot of the customers... Um, I, I'm, I'm not on a first name basis with, uh, so I couldn't tell you their names, but, uh, oh, I, I, all right, I have a story, but one of my favorites is like girls will come in and, um, and this is back when Karina was working with me. It's like, I'm kit. You should get me a discount. <laughs> and this is when I lose my shit in my head, but then the mischievous side of me takes over and goes, we can have fun with this. He goes, Hey honey, see that beautiful girl sitting in the corner of the booth? my booth manager and you're like yeah I'm like it's my girlfriend bitch you ain't that cute and then I walk away <laughs> <laughs> oh so we were at a show this is horrible we were at a show uh, Rhode Island Comic Con and this guy comes up to the booth and he's talking and I he takes up 30 to 40 minutes of my time and in this line of work time is money so I have two girls working with me who've never worked with me before. Karina's is still at the hotel because she stayed there because she got sick. We said stay there because if you're sick, we we can't we can't bring anyone ill to the booth. His two towering friends are blocking the entrance to the booth. But you've got the fish on the line, so you can't say, "Hold on one second, guys, could you not say?" And then then that person loses interest because now, oh, you're reprimanding my friends. This guy had a very deep voice. But not deep. More like, oh, breathy deep. So finally he sits down, and I've explained everything to him. I'm doing three jobs. I'm managing the booth. I'm taking the impressions, and I'm making the fangs. Not to mention I have to micromanage the two girls that are working. And they're trying their best, trying to reach around the two guys that are blocking the entrance. They didn't know. They had the authority to you can wait. But wait here, here. Don't block the entrance to the booth. So he sits down. I hand him the computer. I'm like, now make sure you put your full name and your address and everything and your phone number. If I can get them done today, I'll uh, text you. If not, first thing tomorrow. And he goes, I don't get them right now. I'm also not exaggerating his voice. <laughs> if you doubt me... Oh, Karina wasn't there. Shit. <laughs> no one lives close. But I, I can make a phone call to people who, who, who bared witness to this. And I'm like, no, it's, it's not... Here are your fangs. I'm, I'm like, no, I, I I just told you what I had to do. And he goes, oh, so I can't get them right now? And I'm like, no. And he goes, this is where something broke off. You okay? Keep going. It's the impression. <laughs> oh, it's getting to me. He was shocked. So, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's... It, I don't want to do the impression, but literally, I... I <laughs> I got to the point where I, I got sick of telling this story. So, this is where something <laughs> broke off. Because I don't get them right now. And he does this. But I'm this today. You remember what I told you what he looked like from the neck down, right? I'm like, I'm this day. I'm like, I don't care if you're Jesus today. You're not any more important than any other customer I have. I have a rush order fee that will bump you up. He didn't want to have nothing to do with that. Because if he can't be, ta-da, he didn't want, I'm like, so I had, so he just goes, oh, okay, I don't want to do it. And I'm like, sitting, I'm like, 
don't go diva with me. Because it's <laughs> not going to end well for you. So, so, But I have this maneuver that allows me to show you I am furious with you, but I'm maintaining composure and I'm maintaining professionalism. So I'm like, okay. And he gets up and I just start cleaning everything up. I'm like, just stay focused. Do not look at him. Do not look at him. I feel like five minutes have gone by while I'm straightening up the whole table. And I thought I was mumbling it under my breath. Apparently it came out very audible. I'm like, waste my fucking time. I'm thinking five minutes have gone by and he's long gone. No. Right in front of me. I'm like... And he just looks at me and goes, I didn't realize there's a weight. And I'm, like, I'm like, why are you putting your hand like this? What the hell? So, so at this point, I look at him and whatever broke off left a gaping hole where all the ooze just started seeping out. So the angel on my shoulder looks away. The moron in the back of my head is laughing and the devil just whispers in my ear, he already knows you're an asshole. Own it. <laughs> so I put my fists on the table. I'm like, you're number seven. What the fuck do you think? And he's like, huh? And walked away and I'm like, I'm like, motherfucker. I was so mad. Five minutes later, my friend comes walking over. She goes, you were really rude to those three gay guys I sent over to your booth. I'm like, <laughs> what three gay guys? She goes, oh, come on. I'm like, I assume nothing. Because I got yelled at by a guy over 12 years ago for assuming he was straight. That was when I realized we don't assume jack shit anymore. Never again. <laughs> the thing is, 45 minutes after this, I'm like, I got to pee. I have to walk halfway across the convention center. I don't want to run into them. So I'm walking around like this. And the stupidest part is I'm like, oh, I made it to the bathroom. Fuck, they're men. They might be in there. <laughs> so I can march into the men's room like this. And everyone peeing just stops and looking back like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I'm like, I just peed and went about my day. So yeah, so that's the kind of shit you can, uh, you can encounter. I, that is the one and only time I lost my temper with a customer at the booth, which I think is pretty good. I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of how I reacted. Um, honestly, if Karina was there, Karina, no, like when he did this, I am this today. She would have been like, go, just go, I'll handle this. <laughs> she would have sent me out of the booth. The other girls never worked with me before, so they didn't know how to handle the situation. I was under a lot of stress. He was an asshole. I mean, if I ran into him, I'd apologize for being an asshole. But I was like, but you got what you deserved. <laughs> How long is each show? Of that, your average show on a Friday will start anywhere from 3 to 5 and go to 10 or 11. Sundays, uh, Saturday's usually a long day. It's 9 for VIP, 10 to 7, sometimes 10 to 8. Uh, and Sundays are 9, 10, 2, 4, or 5. Um, the show we're doing this weekend is the Endurance Run, because it opens at... We'll have at least a five-hour setup tomorrow, and then um, Friday we open from 2 to midnight. Go to my friend's house, who lives half an hour away, who's letting us crash there. Then get up at, like, 9, 10 o'clock, be back there at 11, and it's 11 to midnight on Saturday then it's uh, 
11 or 12 to 8 o'clock on Sunday. So on Monday, I'm not getting out of bed. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How many weekends a year? I averaged last year 36, 37 conventions. Hmm. And they're all three days, two days? Some are two days, some are three. Um, Megacon... Megacon and New York Comic Con are four-day conventions, and Wizard World Philadelphia are four days. And where that's where we're going right now. We're not overly, we're not overly, overly fond of the staff of uh, the, uh, the, the the Philadelphia Convention Center. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you why, because it's not. Re- it's just a topic that I don't want to touch. A story for later. Yeah, <laughs> off camera. <laughs> so what? All the conventions, all the kind of freaky stuff that goes on there. That's the craziest story. The guy with the dust in his face. <laughs> yeah, um, that's the craziest days. story that I I've um, lost my temper. Um, Exotica. I had a woman come in uh, come in my booth because uh, Exotica closes at seven on Saturdays, but you stay open like till. Seven thirty, eight o'clock, because people are still clearing out, and you can get that last minute sale. So I had this drunk woman walk in, grab one of my bears. It's a hundred dollars. You want to give this to me for fifty dollars? I'm like, no, I don't. You can get the hell out of my booth now. And I turned to her husband. I'm like, you need to get her out of here. And he goes, I'm sorry. He grabs her, just walks out of the booth. <laughs> I'm like, I am in no mood for drunk people right now. <laughs> but I could have said anything to her. She wouldn't have remembered. Um. I guess it's a good thing that I can't think of any yeah, like, really crazy or bad stories. I thought you would have more freaky stuff happening. Oh, fr- freaky! Uh, you wouldn't believe some of the things people have offered for fangs. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you can. Name Not so couple. much nowadays, you know, because you know you spend four years with one person. I mean, everyone. Th- so many people thought me and Karina were married, um, and some people apologize. Oh, I'm so sorry for thinking that. I'm like. Why would you apologize? Yeah, why would you apologize? <laughs> Honestly, we didn't mind being accused of being married. We hated the, uh, when are you guys getting married? <laughs> when are you guys going to have kids? We're not having kids. I live on the second floor for a reason. I'll let that joke sink in. <laughs> um, but, like, before before Karina and when I was doing doing shows when I was single, I've had boyfriends and husbands offer their wives for fangs. Right? Right? Yeah, right? I just, I'm like... I guess they're really not in love, huh? Uh, Yeah, well, he also did... One of the guys didn't appreciate my response. I'm like, your wife's only worth 60 bucks. Well, the... the, Because he wanted the basic things. You can have my my wife for tonight. That's horrible. Well, the other thing, if you turn it down, that's not even a... then you're offending the person. Yeah, <laughs> you go like that's you okay. No, 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 the there, there, no. There's there's a way to, to there's a way to save yourself <laughs> like that. Um, it's easier when you have a girlfriend. Um, but uh, it's like you know, as beautiful as your wife is, or or if the woman's just offering herself, this doesn't happen. This was back in the early days, and I, I don't think these people were serious. But just to cover my eyes, as beautiful as you are, unfortunately, whatever you can physically offer me cannot. Pay my bills. I need your money more than I need your body. So there, I'm not insulting them, you know. But people, people are people are weird. 
Uh, have you worried that anyone would do dangerous things? Absolutely. With your fangs. Uh, we used to have people sign a waiver. <laughs> nowadays, it's just. A, I even think nowadays, it's a verbal contract. Yeah. So basically, after you purchase the fangs, whatever you do after you leave my booth with the fangs is on you. I am not responsible for any trouble you get yourself into. So I mean, I also have people who get them for young kids. Now, yeah. I there are ways to make them to make them safer. I don't make them sharp for the kids. I make the kid promise mom and dad in front of me um, and promise me, you're not going to bite anyone, you're not going to bite your teachers, you're not going to start fights with your friends or bite your friend. It's like, no, you're going to be responsible. Yeah, okay. So I make it with, I connect them behind the teeth with a bridge. So this way, if they do pop out and you're, talk, you're talking, it'll be, uh, and you can just lean forward. As where I've had people, I've never seen this happen. I've had two people swallow fangs Alcohol was involved. They were very drunk. They don't remember them. Someone told them they swallowed them. They're not poisonous well, once they're solidified. They remember the next day. Yeah. The, no, actually, it, it just it'll pass right through. I, uh, I know it will, but it's sharp. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. It, see, no, no one's ever complained. I know, but still, I come up with that saying you don't want to swallow it just in case. Cause you, ever you don't want to pierce your butthole. Yeah. Feels like? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. Um, but uh, the funny thing, you know, a little scientific fact about the fangs, the powder and the uh, stuff that, uh, the alike fluid that smells like the nail salon, uh, both of those by themselves, if ingested, are highly poisonous. Solidified, harmless. <laughs> so... Um, but I, I had one. I had one guy who was uh, working with me who claims he just randomly swallowed a fang. I, I just didn't want to argue with him. But I'm like, no, I think you've been drinking too much behind the booth. You need to stop and wasting my materials because now I've got to make you another pair of fangs. That only happened once with me. I'm joking. <laughs> Mostly, I'm concerned about piercing my tongue. Never. Uh, no one has ever. But, I've really. I've never bitten my tongue ever. No one's ever bitten their tongue. Um, no one's ever pierced their lip. One girl who got um, a top and bottom set from me, who uh, very sadly is no longer with us. Um, she uh, came to my house and got a single top, single bottom canines, and she's sitting here like this. I'm like, "Well, close your mouth," and she does this, and the fangs are on the outside. I'm like, "No, close your." fangs inside so the tip of the fang just goes right across her lip and I'm like and just the slightest little puncture she bled like a sieve and I'm sitting there and I'm like she wasn't mad she wasn't upset Hmm. I got her I got her ice put it on a paper towel she held it and it stopped within like a minute and a half but I'm just sitting there thinking I'm like oh my god this girl's crazy (laughs) and then I found out later no she's not crazy She's under the influence of many narcotics. So it's uh, it's an interesting world, <laughs> to say the least. Right now, uh, you make all the fangs. Yes. Do you see a point where you get so busy you'd have to have someone else? It's becoming potential. Yeah. Yeah. Just finding someone that I trust enough, and uh-huh. that will have to be like... There will have to be a lawyer involved, as far as like no competition clause. Um, 
I try to be I try to be fair and uh, honest and as um, profitable with anyone who uh, helps or works for works with us. Um, but I mean, I make decent money doing this. But the problem is, I also spend decent money. So you could say, like, all right, so I did. Uh, I averaged thirty six shows last year. So if some shows could be three hundred and fifty dollars for a table, some shows could be fifteen hundred. So you average the price out. Each show is a thousand dollars. You tally that up, and when I did that, I almost threw up. I'm like, that's thirty six thousand. <laughs> <laughs> I can pay my truck off with that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, but that—that's—that's that's also like going to work. My old job, which sucked, but going to work, you didn't pay money. Like, I could put out a thousand dollars for a show, go there, and only make a thousand dollars. But I haven't lost that. money, but I also haven't made money. So, but that's the thing about working for yourself. Oh yeah, taking a chance. Yeah, everything. I thought it would have solved all my problems, but working for myself, my boss is still an asshole. Yes, he is. <laughs> Shut up, you're fired. <laughs> I get to go home and tell yes, no. Wow. <laughs> well, the, the Good luck Uber. The advantage is you can call your boss an asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's called me an asshole. Hey, listen, if I'm being an asshole, I mean, I don't mind people putting me in check. I mean, I try not to ever have to be put in check. Um, like, I've said something to someone, and then I'm like, I don't like the way it sounds. I want to apologize, and I also want to say thank you for helping me. I just and nine times. I would say eight to nine times out of ten, when I turn around and I do that, they're like, "No, you're fine." I'm like, "Oh wow, I'm just being overly cautious." And I'm like, "I don't want to lose that." You know, it's the same. It's the same feeling like I get um, when you meet these celebrities and we make fangs for them. Um, like the Soska twins, uh, they are. I'm not saying they're friends of mine. That like we party with them. Like, they come over my house, I go over their house. Um, although that option was uh, talked about if they ever wanted to uh, take a weekend and go to New York. Um, but uh, we met them, uh, I met them in 2014 for the first time, and they were one of the celebrities I talked about that knew who I was before I met them. Um, and we made a pair of fangs for them, and they are two of the sweetest women you could ever meet and they love their fans and every time I meet them and talk to them it's I would say almost as energetic and amazing as the first time because that's just um, that's just how they are with people and um, I don't ever want to lose that feeling like when I meet someone newer like I've met Derek Mears and Kane Hodder 153 times Every time I meet them, it's like you know, it still feels cool, you know. But now we're my my relationship with Kane Hodder has has evolved because uh, now I'm playing pranks on him. <laughs> Days of the Dead. Is that safe? <laughs> yeah, he touches me. I got a lawyer. <laughs> he wouldn't hurt me. Um, no silly silly pranks. Nothing stupid. Like I'm not gonna have him walk through walk through a door and have a bucket of paint fall. I'm not that stupid. No innocent <laughs> innocent jokes that when he figures it out he's gonna laugh. So he had he has he has a good sense of humor. He loves his fans. He has his own entourage. And I I noticed that Days of the Dead he had a fart a minion fart gun on his table. 
<laughs> so I know everyone that's at his table. So I go up to his hand and I'm like, I hand her this little black box and I say, put this next to his fart gun. She goes, I'm like, all right, now he's not looking. So she puts it down. And it's a fart machine. It's got all these different fart noises. And it's got a remote control. So I'm sitting there. Not pressed, not pressed, and all of a sudden you see him like, it's like, was that this? And he's talking to his buddy Steve. He goes, he goes yeah. And he goes, but I didn't touch it. And he picks the thing up. He's, everyone's laughing. And he thought it was hilarious. The last thing, because my friend's standing off the side recording, the last thing in the video is like, turn that fucking thing off. So when you go to set up, and mm -hmm. so... But all these people are there before the door opens. And yeah. The customers come in and the fans come in. Anything interesting happening with all these people who are well known for whatever they do in the, in the, in the area that they're known for? Like any kind of interesting interaction? Everybody's just doing their thing and setting up their stuff. And um, Do you have enough time to uh, do anything? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Um, absolutely. Um, we... Uh Nicholas Vince, who plays the uh, Chatterer uh, in uh, Hellraiser, um, they, he he's one of the one of the people that he likes to walk around. They they all of them like to walk around the show floor. Um, Nicholas Vince, uh, Simon, who was Butterball in Hellraiser, um, Kane Hodder will do it. Derek Mears will walk around. Bill Mosley, um, and uh, Matt was having some fun with Bill Mosley at a. Uh, at Days of the Dead, because he walked by and he set the fart machine off, and Bill's like, and just turned around. And I was like, and I forgot what he said to you, but they they had a quick little conversation. Um, when we were at the you Chicago, talk, you were talking about the movie, and the, oh yeah, yeah, into a movie, yeah, yeah, because uh, he was looking at uh, the Godzilla toys. Now, um, are you guys wrestling fans at all? Well, I used to watch it. Probably, probably, do, yeah, do you remember the name? Do you, do you remember the girl uh, Trish Stratus? I know. Yeah, I know who she is. But I'm talking. I used to watch stuff when I was like. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Days of Hogan. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> macho, macho man, Randy yeah, Savage. Oh, oh man. <laughs> what um, you gonna do when Oklahoma comes for you, brother? <laughs> well, we found out two things out in Chicago. Out Chicago Days of the Dead. That Trish Stratus is a huge Godzilla fan. Yes. <laughs> and so is. The actor whose name slips my mind, but he played the creeper in Jeepers Creepers, <laughs> and uh, it was it was very amusing. Um, I can't remember his name. We got to meet the um, he played Roddy Largo in um, Repo the Genetic Opera. He was um, Eddie Valentine in The Rocketeer. Um, he's the actually main, the main boss in uh, Goodfellas. Yeah, he was um big Italian guy. Um you know you know what I yeah. I can't I can't remember his name. Paul something. Paul Servini. Uh, Paul Servini, yep. Yeah. We went up to his table and uh we were talking to him and uh, my fr my friend uh and I were telling him, so, yeah, we were listening to the repo on the way out here and he he sang one line and he was like we got all giddy and I'm like so I'm like, I gotta tell you I I've seen almost every movie you've been in and um one of my favorite lines out of all the lines you've ever delivered was when you got in that Nazi's face in the rocket tyranny when you found out you were working for Nazis he turned around and was like I may not make an honest buck and he says it with me and he goes but I'm 100% American and he said it with me and I just lost my shit I'm like because I walked away and I'm like I'm five years old again yay that was awesome <laughs> 
So it's like little moments like that that just make it worth it. Because, I mean, when we went to New Orleans, um, we set up, our booth was like not even 100 feet away from Jason Momoa. He's doing conventions too. Oh, yeah. he, it's kind of hard to find a comic con that he's not really? at lately. What do you do, Conan? Or, like, what, what is he? He was he's Aquaman. No, I know now. But like, oh, when we were there, he was Aquaman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No, he was. He, well, he's Game known mostly for Aquaman and um, Game of Thrones. Okay. Because I thought maybe because back in the, he did that remake of Conan. Yeah. Right? People yeah. don't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bad. So. Honestly, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. No. It's not Arnold. No. No one's very yeah, but I mean that was that was just a CGI mess. But um I ran over to the uh, iZombie people and I met Rose McCleave who plays Liv on the show and she uh she was interested and she goes, Okay, I'll, I'll come over and I'm like, mm, all right. And then I meet Raul and then I meet um I meet uh Allie and um she goes, All right, well let's do it right now and I'm like, Really? She goes, Would you mind making them for my sister? Uh and I'm like, not a problem. So the two of them come over with me, and we get pictures with them in the booth, and those are the pictures that they start tagging me in social media. And then um, 20, 30 minutes after they walked away, I see Rose coming over, and I I tell him, I'm like, I know they came over, but I'm like, if Rose comes over, I'm going to shit my spleen. I see her coming, I lean in his ear, I'm like, dude, he's like, what? I'm like, I just shit my spleen. <laughs> and he looks up because he knows what's coming. <laughs> And she sits down, and they are the loveliest people. I mean, as you've you've heard us uh, talk, like, we meet these actors and actresses all the time, but the eyes on people, like, they left, my knees were shaking, because it was just, I'm like, is this really happening? iZombie, one of my favorite shows, and three of the main characters were just in my booth, and we... I actually remember watching the Goldbergs at your show, uh, at your house, yeah. And then um, the uh, the girl that uh, was the youngest son's girlfriend. No, I guess? The, uh, no, the middle child, Barry's, middle, Barry's okay. new wife now. And uh, yeah, and making thanks for her, and now she's like the main character on a new show. I'm like, cool. yeah. It's funny because me and her were talking about that booth because I knew in, I heard uh, inside information about that. I said, it and she goes, "Oh, so you know?" I'm like, yeah. She goes. <laughs> I'm like okay. I'm like so I'm right. She goes yeah. I'm like, okay. Just just That's just a pretty impressive out. score for her. Yeah. Well, yeah. good for her. I mean, yeah. it's cute. I mean, would it have been a show? It would have gone out of my way to watch. Uh, no, but because I made thanks for her, and since she was just an absolute sweetheart and so nice to us, um, I'm like I'll give it a shot. And I I, I only saw the first episode and. Then I got busy again. <laughs> it's so hard. I was like, when it comes on Netflix, I'll watch it on Netflix. <laughs> so what do you, what do you do? Load up your truck? You have a trailer? Or how do you carry all uh, the booth that you've seen at the shows and in pictures, that all fits in the back of my truck. Okay. You are You are in the presence of the world champion of Tetris in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is... And what is Karina sitting on a roof? <laughs> oh, no, no. You can fit four people in the truck. That's It's just the cat. It's just the back. Now, here's the funny thing is when we were loading up at the, at the Philadelphia Tattoo Convention a year ago, as I'm fitting everything into the back of the truck, some guy's got his big subwoofer and the back of his uh, car lifted up, and they're playing the theme to Tetris. 
<laughs> and I'm sitting here, I'm laughing, I dropped a whole bunch of shit, and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, I wasn't paying attention, I'm just, I'm, I can't stop laughing, they're like, why? I'm like, well, come here, and they show the back of my chair, I'm like, see this? He goes, this is like Tetris, I'm like, now you get why I'm laughing? They're like, oh yeah! <laughs> and I'm like, that took a while for that to sink in, I'm like, oh yeah, now I know why. <laughs> they were very high. <laughs> What, what's your um, your website? Your, your um, no, I don't have a functional website yet, unfortunately. How can people find out where you're going to um, be if anyone wants Harsh to or Jack Fang Smith on uh, Facebook, Harsh or Jack on Twitter, Harsh or Jack on Instagram, Harsh or Jack on Vero, Harsh or Jack on Tumblr. I, I still haven't figured out how the hell to use Tumblr. I don't even know what the hell Tumblr is. I just, like, all the social medias that are out there, I just went out and got my name in there so no one else could get my name first. <laughs> I don't want to be hard show Jack one dash underscore. <laughs> now, do you um, at this point do you have to advertise, or people just know you're going to find? Oh no, I advertise like crazy. Yeah, every um, since New Orleans, every morning is an hour to an hour and a half answering uh, things on social media and just posting uh, ads and stuff, and uh, you know things things have been going really well. It's just Facebook is, uh, it's funny, I'll put an ad, and like, 10 to 20 people will like it, but X amount of people will see it, but then I post a picture of someone wearing fangs or a picture from a show, and, like, a couple hundred people like it, so I'm like, alright, as long as people are looking at the page, they know where to find me. <laughs> well, that's, that's probably your best endorsement. Is oh, yeah. That, is all the people who are there, all the actors and people oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. have a fan base, if they see they're doing it, that probably yeah, does it just, better for you. It's just, it's just weird to call it a f- fan base or, or even a following. It's just, you know. Customers. Or yeah. <laughs> uh, extended family. People come Because this is one thing that really got me. Um, I didn't get to make fangs for Alex Winters, who was um, Marco in Lost Boys, and he was Ted and uh, Bill. Bill in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So I have this uh, picture of everyone in the Lost Boys and I've had almost everyone sign it and uh, I brought I, I met him at a show in Massachusetts and then a month later I met him at a show in Ohio and I had him sign it and I'm like uh, what do I owe you and he just slides he slides the picture over to me winks at me goes you're in the club and I'm like oh my god that was uh, that was in 2010. So, I was I was just I was still like two years, two three years into like the celebrity uh, convention circuit because I had never uh, I started vending in those late 2008, early 2009, and uh, it's a decade of decadence, I guess. So, you doing this full time for about ten years? No, I've been doing this full time for uh, three years. I started. Um, uh, October 2015 because my old job said you're taking too much time off I'm like well you laid me off for a grand total of three months this year and I gotta pay my bills so uh, I gotta make money and they said if you don't show up to work on Monday you don't have a job so I'm like hmm. so I went on my phone and I uh, called my bank statements and checked everything and uh, I'm just like ugh 
it's a pretty big decision. I need to ask someone's opinion. Because I asked Karina's opinion, and she's like, I think you can do it. I'm like, all right. That's one That's one positive. I'm like, so I called mom and dad because, <laughs> you know, my par- my parents are smart. You know, I, I trust their uh, I trust their guidance, and they're like, okay, what you're doing right now. I was averaging one show every other month and two shows every other month, so they're like, you can maintain it. So I'm like, so if I just add on, we'll be fine. Yeah, I'm like, okay, cool. I know exactly what my resignation letter is going to say. They're like, do you really want to do that? I'm like, they're not going to give me a reference. So, and I've covered it if I ever needed a reference. And this is how I knew I was making the right decision because my parents are wonderful people. But when you tell my parents what you're going to do and they agree with this, you know you're making the right decision. Because my resignation letter was just two words and big red letters. I can guess. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, they they, they were horrible. I mean, the... The only there were two good things out of the seven and a half years with that company: the free health care, the well, free health free. insurance. You, you worked for it. Uh, no, the company paid for it. Yeah, actually, but you worked for it. Well, well, yeah, but that's still, I mean, didn't it wasn't taken out of your paycheck? That's what that's what was like. And you know, meeting Karina, you know, that was that was it. Seven and a half years. And I, I thought you were you met in Miami and you were there with the fishing net waiting for. That's <laughs> right. You did, you did hear that joke. Wow. She hates that joke. Because <laughs> she, she's like, I caught you. I'm like, yeah, that is true. <laughs> well, it sounds better. Oh, absolutely. Too, it was hilarious. Too, too sad, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, it's the, uh, it's a very re- rewarding job. Because, I mean, how many jobs out there do you, do you hear the words, thank you? Well, you're working pretty close with people. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I mean, I am working with the general public. Providing a service. But th- yeah. there's a bad thing with that, too, obviously. Oh, yeah. Dealing with public, good and bad. Yeah, well, I mean, so. the big the big problem that you run into in this line of work is everyone, fe- a, a lot of people feel they're entitled. And there's there's no might entitlement. Be a generational that. Yeah, well, uh, th- there's, no ent- there's no entitlement in my booth. I treat everyone with the same equality because any anyone, like... Anyone that walks into my booth is a potential sale. Anyone that walks near my booth. Because I've cracked a joke and someone just turned around and looked at my booth and go, and then came in. I'm like, how did you not see that? Because I mean, people are like, oh. Well, what do you think? Uh, I mean, it's pretty obvious what you do. Yeah, well, I mean. It's not hidden. That is one of the biggest things up until recently. In like the last two years, this question went away. I have an eight-foot sign that says "Customize fangs. The biggest word on the goddamn sign is fangs. And people come in and go, so what do you guys do? And I look, the best one, this was, this, this was in 2009, this woman came up to my booth and goes, so what do you guys do? And I'm like, I sell car insurance. She goes, oh, well, I don't need that. And she walked away and everyone looked at me and I'm like, if she's that fucking stupid... I don't need her money. I don't want her business. I, I just couldn't believe she actually walked away. And then some people walk up. If someone randomly says now, so, so what do you guys do here? And I'm like, sometimes I'll say I'm baking cakes or I'll sit in my corner, I'll sit in my corner, I'll tell I'm making meth. I try not to use that one very often because I'm afraid I'll actually have a meth addict at my booth and not show the table. Hunting elephants is always a fun one. 
Use that one, that line before. What do you guys do? A hunting elephants, huh? What are some, what are some like, of your favorite stories about working with? Because you've had some, you've had some interesting experiences. Well, you already spoke so much. I don't know if you want to <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you want to give him a platform? <laughs> Thank you, boss. No. Uh, oh well, we well, oh my God, there's been a few people works. Um, we had this. What was the one girl? Um, Whoa, that narrows it down. Have you heard about Bonnie Rotten? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you're right, the, the whole. We're not going to get into the whole. Body you know what he likes to watch? Pretty much. Cartoons. Yeah, cartoons. Oh yeah, yeah. These are our, uh, Fang menus and prices. This is. These are our most uh, most common sellers. Are uh, I can. I mean, you can point them, but I'll, I'll just mention. So you. you oh, okay. So. The canines and um, canines and subtles. And felines are our top three single sets, quickly followed by uh, the, um, the True Bloods. Basic doubles and subtle doubles are very popular. Um, Underworlds and Lost Boys have been uh, very popular over the last couple of years. And uh, Bloodlusts and the Demon Doubles with, are very popular with the ladies. The felines are also very popular with the ladies. So your price is just, if people can't see it, if it's too far, it's between 60 for singles and up to 200 for the, the priciest top um, double or something like that, right? Uh, yeah, double top, double bottom is 200 right. Um But I see most of your prices are between 60 and 100 yeah. so that's more than affordable. Oh, yeah, but then you get into... Uh, really fancy stuff. More, more <laughs> fancier, just extendeds. And all the different uh, of different variables of fangs, and uh, and you get into the uh, one of my sets, not a classic. No, uh, is that no, Salem's oh, that's lot? A, that's like a Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. That's Nosferatu. That's Salem's lot. Oh, well, nice. And then, uh, fortunately, I found this because what? I drop everything. Can you hold that? Thank you. <laughs> They're the orc tusks I was telling you guys about. Oh, look at And I know, and they're the female orc tusks. Hmm. Then we have silver, and a lot of these were either my own design or um, people just ask. This guy comes to me and goes, "I'm cosplaying the brain, uh, Pinky from Pinky and the Brain." I'm like. <laughs> All right, and it's a visual issue that I, I'm I, I'm not good with Photoshop, but um, these are actually equal in size. But you realize this one's got a shadow on it; this one doesn't. And he it looks can't, like it's bigger. Yeah, but they're literally both the same. <laughs> so and the bunny teeth. Yep. Yeah, so Bunny you take, and you Squirrel take, Girl. Uh, you take pictures of all the customers? Oh, yeah. We tr well, we try to get a picture of everyone. But, uh, you know, sometimes that's why they're not always 100% um, perfect because it's a very fast-paced uh, environment. So, right. so what, uh, what should we do for uh, closing? Anything that we forgot to mention? Or? Oh, would you make fangs for my pet? No. Okay. I don't have a pet, but I just yeah, want to. I want to ask for all the people I, you that know something would, I, would come up and ask you. You're, now you're, ma the you're making a joke, but that's actually something that people seriously come up and ask. Is like, 
would you make fangs for my dog? Would you make fangs for my cat? I'm like, well, first of all, why doesn't your cat have fangs? <laughs> and second of all, if you can get them to sit still while I take the impression, <laughs> we're good. Even for a cleaning, you have to knock them out and put them under anesthesia. I don't think they're going to sit there for yeah, the fangs. No. no, I don't make fangs for animals. Infants? <laughs> No. Okay. Although I was thinking about a, a line of horror show Jack uh, Binkies. Oh, that would be cool. The fangs on the. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would be cool. I bet you that would sell. Too. Oh yeah. I just gotta. Yeah, I just gotta again, order. No one steal that idea. It's Jack's. <laughs> I'm sure it's already been done. Well, possibly. Well, thank you very much, guys. For, thank uh, you very much for, for having us. An hour plus with us. Yeah. Sharing this was fun. Thank yeah. Very much. All right. Till next time. Till next time. Next time. Questionable personalities. <laughs>